Nothing better than the first sip of coffee in the morning. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to my live stream. Of course, from the ocean. Uh, it's going to be a beautiful day here today. And then I think we're heading towards some uh, some rough weather, right? You got that uh, Elsa hurricane coming our way. Should get some wind going. Should get some waves going. Vincent Scaramuzzo, you are first. You got the Stephen Lowry, of course. You got the Darren Albertson. These are the people that keep me going. You got the Eton Burke. Where's Eton? He's waving somewhere out there, but there he is on the big screen. You got the Charlie Limbo, huge supporter. Uh, most of you guys are huge supporters. Oh, my God. Nero Wynn, I see you a lot on the YouTube. Uh, good morning to you. And Andy Vollin, Vivek Sharma. Tim Kane, Bill Marchant. Oh, my God. Roll call is getting uh, longer and longer because I know more and more of these, uh, these names. So what's going on, everybody? How, how is everybody? You guys good? We're good. Uh, what do we got? Hey, yo, uh, Bug Fan, first live stream. Well, I appreciate you being a Bug Fan. Uh, welcome. I just found out that um, the Tampa Bay Lightning just won the Stanley Cup last night. So they got uh, they got two in a row. I had no idea. I had no idea. The only reason I know is because uh, I follow Bill Burr on Twitter, and he congratulated the Tampa Bay Lightning. He's a he's a big time hockey fan, and I I, I was going to tweet. I, I I didn't, but I was going to tweet like I had no idea because as soon as the Tampa Bay Lightning knocked out the Islanders, I had no interest in uh, watching the Stanley Cup uh, final. So. A boo to the Tampa Bay Lightning. I'm not like Bill Burr. Congratulations to the Tampa Bay Lightning. I say a boo. They knocked my team out. That means we were that close to winning the Stanley Cup final. That's how I do my math. By the way, I got a uh, the the evil Starbucks coffee mug today. God, man. It, I mean, I'm not a fan of Starbucks. I used to be way, way, way back in the day when I first moved to New York. Back in uh, 2000, what was it, 2002? Uh, I don't think they're the best cup of coffee anymore when you're out and about in New York City looking for a mom-and-pop coffee shop. But I got to say, as far as mugs go, uh, it's a nice, big, thick, heavy mug. I like it. I like it a lot. But I don't like their coffee. I, I'm using their mug uh, because uh, today, today I am having Coffee from around the world. Thanks to Vinny Castiglione, who sent me that coffee package, uh, I don't know, about a week or so ago. And uh, today, we are in Mexico. We are in Mexico today. So cheers. Cheers. Thank you to Vinny Castiglione. It's a, it's a delicious cup of coffee, I must say. Mexico knows how to make a, a good cup of joe. And also, I, I think uh, Vinny Castiglione was um, celebrating a birthday a couple days ago. So, happy birthday to Vinny Castiglione. Let's show him some love on the live stream. <laughs> what? You're using that mug to look like a soccer mom to go with your Xanax-inspired <laughs> Xanax, Jesus. Who the hell takes Xanax? What, what type of person takes Xanax? I, I have no idea. I think I took, uh, I don't know if I ever took a Xanax in my life. I know I had a, a little Valium action after my uh, my eye procedure, my LASIK. Mexican coffee, is that like Florida hockey? Thank you, Tara. Tara's on my side. Florida has no business winning the Stanley Cup. None whatsoever. None. 
God, Pat Duffy, what's going on, brother? I uh, I liked your tweet. Pat Duffy's a big Bob Seger fan because of Carl Ruiz. Uh, I think I'm a bigger Bob Seger fan because of Carl Ruiz. Carl posted a, a video a while ago, obviously, years ago at this point. Um, and I think it was Night Moves by Bob Seger, and he was just feeling it, man. And he made a great little video. And uh, I, at that moment, I realized that, damn, this Carl Ruiz, he fucking loves his Bob Seger. And I, I dipped way, way back in. We were talking about um, Roll Me Away yesterday. Bob Seger's Roll Me Away song is such a great, great song. After this live stream, do yourself a favor. Click on Roll Me Away by Bob Seger. A lot of you know the song, but it just frustrated me. And I said it yesterday, um, Stupid Rock Radio, these artists were so talented. They were so creative and had so many great songs. But Rock Radio had to find like three, maybe four songs and just shove it down your throat over and over and over again. They had to play the same three effing songs. And uh, an artist like Bob Seger, songs like Roll Me Away should have gotten tons of airplay. And it did it. You might have had an unusual rock station in your area where maybe they played Roll Me Away uh, here and there, but all the years I did rock radio, they pretty much blew that song off, Roll Me Away. They'd rather play the same three goddamn songs that were way more catchy. And uh, that's what was so so bad about rock radio. And and, and when um, the internet opened up and uh, look, give them a little credit, satellite radio, and now you got all these, uh, all these apps. It's so good that a lot of these artists, like Bob Seger, they get to they get the uh, deeper songs from their catalogs out there. And uh, these songs get a lot of respect nowadays, thank God. But back when I was coming up and doing rock radio, if you played Roll Me Away, if you told the PD, fuck your playlist, I'm playing Roll Me Away, they would have fired you. Simple as that. So that's why you, you heard the same dudes and dudettes. <laughs> I just felt when I said dudes, I had to... Say, dude, that's oh, I got hiccups now. These stations played. I'm trying to hold in a hiccup so it doesn't get out of hand. These stations played no more than a hundred uh, songs. That was it, and and I think a hundred is stretching it, and and it's just too fucking bad, man. But ah, what are you gonna do? Cheers to "Roll Me Away" by Bob Seger. Cheers, cheers. The guy has a right to get on with his life. Best of luck. Oh, what is that about? I moved on with my life many, many years ago, my my friends. I don't know. I, I don't even know what to say to that. I mean, there are people. It brings me to this. I, I wake up this morning. I check my Twitter, right? Which I don't really check as much. It's just, uh, it's just a shit show. Let's be honest with each other. I'd rather post goofy and silly videos. Um, I think people have a problem with me posting goofy and silly videos and they're like, look, he's lost it. Do you think I go around in my everyday life acting like that? No, I have a little fun on camera. I post these videos. I like them. People seem to like them and that's it. But, but haters will take just 10 seconds of something you do and then they, they make it like that's your whole fucking life. It's so ridiculous. But anyway, um, speaking of moving on with my life and everything, I, I did a long, long time ago. I only, uh, I only fight back against the Opie and Anthony bullshit when I have to. So this morning I checked my Twitter, 
And some some ass is um, ad mentioning Anthony saying woke Opie's added again. First of all, I don't give two shits what Anthony uh, thinks of me and says about me. I have no respect for Anthony. So why would I give two shits about what he says? Why? And and the reason this guy this guy's keeping Anthony uh, you know informed. Here's woke Ope at it again. You know what the wokeness was? The fact that I didn't agree that Hitler was a good guy and did a lot of good things. So because I I, I went against that, I'm woke. Hey, Anthony's on it again. Look what he tweeted this time. <sighs> Sorry that I don't defend Hitler, you lunatic. And why would Anthony give a shit? He shouldn't give a shit about me whatsoever. And and it's simple. And, and actually, my tweet went more against, uh, what was it, John Kelly, Trump's chief of staff? Yeah, it comes out that uh, John Kelly pretty much heard Trump say that uh, Hitler did a lot of good things, too, or something like that. And my tweet was more about John Kelly being a wimp and saying that Trump said this now that uh, he's, I guess he was in a book, I guess he was writing a book or whatever, and he's, he has nothing to lose. I hate when these politicians leave office and then they finally tell you the dirt on, on these people and, and, and they'll uh, let us all in on all the horrible things, like in this case, Trump said or did. When you were in a position of power, you should have said that shit. That was more what the tweet was about, to be completely honest with you. But there are people out there that are now going to defend Hitler because they're defending Trump. That's just fucking insane. I absolutely believe Trump said that. I have no idea. I wasn't there. I believe it, though. I believe Trump said uh, Hitler also did a lot of good things because that's some dumb talking point that people like to bring up. And I'm not going to defend that. Are you are you such a hardcore Trump fan that you have to now defend Hitler because Trump might have said that? Let's say might have because, like I said, I wasn't there. That's crazy. That's absolutely insane. Wow. And if I'm woke because I, I'm not a fan of Hitler, then so be it. You're looking at Wokey. What's up, Wokey? But you could report back to Anthony all you want. I don't give two shits what he thinks about me, what he says about me. I have no respect for the guy, so why would I give a crap? I have people in my life I really do care what they think or, or say about me, 100%. But Anthony's not one of those guys. Uh, Imale, you're such a good dude at heart. You're the patriarch of, of based radio. I don't know what that means. I try to be a good guy. I try. The only thing you could do in your life is try to be a little better every single day, and that's – one of my goals every time I wake up to just try to be a little better. You guys see Doggy? There's Doggy all shaved down in the distance. That's an exclusive right there for you. There's Doggy. Hi, Doggy. He had the bad mats, as most of you know. I got the regulars, but there's people that come in and out, so I got. I feel like I got to quickly explain some of these, quote, storylines. But uh, Doggy had really, really bad uh, mats and the groomer uh, set us into a panic, said you have to bring him to an animal hospital right away because those mats can be so bad, it can be affecting his breathing. 
and uh, there could be infections under there or bugs even. They said bugs. And there were giant mats that you could hold like this, like a doorknob and twist. So um, they sent us into a panic. And uh, long story short, we, we, we found a new vet that was way nicer than our old vet. And uh, they shaved him down to this. He looks beautiful. Turns out there were no issues um, underneath whatsoever. And uh, I'll, I'll tell you, the dog absolutely has way more energy. And um, when, he, when we let him grow his hair so long, he looked like an adult dog. The fact is, he's still just a puppy. He's barely a year old. And he does have a lot more energy on the beach. So maybe uh, those mats were affecting his breathing to a certain extent. It's okay. He needed a haircut kind of like you. Yeah, I like him shaved down, though. We hated uh, what he looked like when they brought him back out to us from the back of the of uh, the vet. Um, we were horrified, and then I, I I turned to the vet and I said, "We have to pay for this," and they're like, "Ah!" <laughs> they're laughing. They're idiot. They're idiot faces off. It wasn't that funny. I'm not stupid, but uh, but man, a week later, it's already grown in pretty fast. Yeah, then I, I then I was checking. I don't really read um, a lot of comments. I don't I don't read any YouTube comments whatsoever. Every once in a while, I check out the Facebook comments because I'd rather like go into the private Facebook group, hang out with those people, just cool people, no drama or you know toxicity. But every once in a while, I will take a peek. I did a driving live stream on my Instagram, and I was just having fun. Uh, what happened? You've got you you've gone insane. No, no, I no, I haven't gone insane. You're you're buying into Horseshit! You're buying into bullshit. Some asshole out there is trying to start some 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 thing that I'm insane. I, I I've never been uh, healthier, my friend. And he's also concerned that I only have uh, 51 viewers. Actually, uh, you got to add the Facebook. It's a little low today. I'm 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 talking to 162 people right now. Spiff, uh, I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna block you because uh, there's no reason to have you here. Yeah, that's the that's the new thing. Like uh, whoever whoever starts this shit, and I truly believe it, it's from Anthony's uh, Anthony's camp. The fact is, if if it wasn't for Anthony, I, I wouldn't get much hate whatsoever. And um, you know, now they're trying to start this 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 story that I am going insane because I I was brave enough to share it, uh, to everybody that uh, I grew up with a, a severely mentally ill mom that was more environmental than not. So then they make the leap that uh, I'm now mentally ill, which is just, which is just garbage. It's absolutely garbage, and I blame Anthony for that too. I absolutely do. He's pushing uh, all this, all this bullshit and all this agenda forward. The fact is, uh, I'm good. I had a decent uh, radio career. Uh, I wish it was better. I wish I was able to. Um, do way more years uh, without Anthony. That would have been nice, but uh, you can't have regrets in life. It is what it is. I'm now enjoying um, raising my very, very young kids and being uh, more of a father. I feel like I was always a good father, but now I'm a, now I think I'm a better father, a better husband, and I got a lot more balance in my life because uh, I had to worry about that damn Opie and Anthony radio show every waking moment of my life. Because I had to be the stupid, responsible one. And I hated every minute of that part of it. But as far as that mentally ill bullshit goes, don't buy into that garbage. Uh, if anyone knows truly who really is trying to push that bullshit forward, let me know, okay? 
I, I, I would really, really like to know. That's some gaslighting garbage. The guy who has two well-adjusted, uh, really, really good kids. The guy that's been with his wife for uh, 17 years, married 13 years. He's the one that's mentally ill, right? Just, it's just garbage. Uh, Foxy Lee Jones, mental illness is rough. You're fine. Uh, well, thank you. If, if, if Foxy Lee Jones is saying I'm fine, then damn. I like to be a goofball. I like to be silly. I like to just fuck around with my voice. And and, uh, and that that's the jumping off point for people. Look, see, he's nuts. No, I'm just trying to have a little fun, you idiots. I don't walk around my life like that. I love the people that go, it's, this is just sad now. Is it? Is it sad for you? Because it's not sad for me. <laughs> it's, it's just crazy. I just made, uh, let me see, I made $13 today. Oh, my God. The, the amount of money I used to make every hour, uh, yes, I'm, I'm going to brag, uh, was insane. And now I get very, very happy when I turn this off and I, and I go, oh, my God, I made $38 today. Tim Fox, well, we enjoy your company. Oh, plus you got a good, stable family life, more than these F, Fs have in their life. I, I, I don't know where it comes from. I have no idea. A lot of people are really, really pissed off the Opie and Anthony show went away. And uh, for whatever reason, because maybe I, I, I was perceived as, uh, quote, the boss and the responsible one. They decided that I have to get, uh, you know, most of the fucking hate. It's just terrible. What else is going on? You got the NBA Finals. I'm not. I'm a huge basketball fan, and I, I guess it'll be cool to see CP3 win a championship. I mean, if 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 the Bucks fall short again with that guy, the Greek freak. Everyone calls him the Greek freak because we still can't pronounce his name. It's been in the league almost uh, what seven years or something like that, and we still can't pronounce his damn name. Even if he wins an NBA championship, we'll still not be able to pronounce his damn name. We're mixing up the live streams a little bit, mostly through my Instagram because it's on my phone and easy. I'm, I'm going to do more out and about, uh, out and abouts with the Instagram live. So, uh, you know, look for that. It's Opie Radio on, on, on the Instagram. I'll do one hopefully later. A Greek basketball player? What? Jennifer Furry says. Yeah, there's three of them, I think, right? There are three brothers that uh, with that weird fucking name. Coffee's cold. If you if you wait a minute, can I get a warm up? This is going good. I could do a few more minutes. You guys talk among yourselves. Enjoy the enjoy the view. I'm gonna um I'm gonna get a, a little coffee. It takes thirty seconds. I'll be right back. All right. While Opie goes and gets a cup of coffee. But wait, aren't you Opie? Yes, I'm Opie. Just go with it. Let's say hi to Manscaped. Hi, Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code Opie, O-P-I-E, at manscaped.com. You know, the sun's out, bums are out, and hopefully your pubes are not out, you animal. Also, flip-flop season is upon us, and you're out here with those post-pandemic toenails. Are you kidding me? Don't worry, our friends at Manscaped have you covered. They just launched their fourth-generation performance package and their Shears 2.0 nail grooming kit. Ain't that the truth? I've been clipping my toenails, and my toenails have been flying all over the place. Too much information? 
Join the Manscaped movement by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code OPOPIE. They got the Performance Package 4.0. It includes the new Lawnmower 4.0. This trimmer will change the way you approach your grooming routine. It's got a light too, so you're not nicking your balls when you're shaving down there. The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker to chop your worst weeds up top in your nose and ear. And use the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner to keep you on your game in the heat. Manscaped even threw in two, two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0. That would be the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. The Shed Travel Bag is nice. Bring your comfort and boxers to a whole nother level. Don't forget the Shears 2.0 is a luxury four-piece nail kit featuring tempered stainless steel tools. And it includes slash tip tweezers, rounded point scissors, fingernail clippers, and a medium grit nail file. You're probably wearing flip-flops and people don't want to see those nasty unclipped toes of yours. So check it out for yourself. 20% off free shipping with the code OPIE, O-P-I-E at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code OPIE, O-P-I-E at manscaped.com. Tame that summer swamp in your pants with Manscaped. Oh, here's Opie. He's coming back. Whoa. Just hit my head on the shade. All right. I'm putting Charlie Limbo on the big board because uh, I need some help with this. Oh, you watch any good documentaries lately that you can recommend? Now, I haven't watched any documentaries lately. Is there any good ones out there that we could turn the whole group onto? I'm completely out as far as documentaries go. The last one I saw was the um, the David Berkowitz Son of Sam docu series. It was like, I think it was like five episodes on Netflix. That was really really good. I really really enjoyed that because the Son of Sam thing scared the shit out of all of us uh, way way back in the day. China documentary was decent. That was on um, I think that was on Vice, right? Somebody turned me on to the fact that they used a, a quick clip from um, the radio show, I believe. And I still haven't checked that out. Gigi Allen, Doc. Ooh, I think I saw that. Where the hell was that? Is that on Netflix, Bill? I forget. Gigi Allen, that would be one worth watching. The guy was completely insane. He was a, perform- uh, a, a performance artist. Oh, my God. His music truly just sucked. But he did some. I don't even know if you can ex- talk about it on, on uh, the live stream. You know, they have their own rules, YouTube and Facebook. But Gigi Allen did some twisted things on that stage, and his fans ate it up, man. He was insane. Wish they'd put the Patrice Doc on Hulu or Netflix. They will. They will. I'm sure it's some kind of thing where, you know, Comedy Central gets it for a year or something like that, and then they'll move it around. I thought they did a very, very good job with the Patrice O'Neill documentary. I, I wish they didn't. Uh, I wish they did a little more on the Opie and Anthony years, but uh, you know, that's that's more selfish than anything. I, I guess having the freedom to go on our radio show and say and do whatever he wanted, I think, was really, really important to Patrice and his comedy. Oh God! You had to mention this, Jr. Fishing today should be good before the storm. The waves are nice. I think there's some striped bass out there, but we had a 
we're having a terrible run out here, man. It's a hell of a problem to have, obviously, but uh, we were fishing um, a lot during the 4th of July weekend. We didn't catch, like, literally nothing. And no one, no one that way or that way down the beach caught anything either because as soon as you see someone with a, with a line in the water, you know, you'll take your little walk, have a little conversation with them, see what they're up to, see what they're catching, and nobody was catching anything, man. Just I still haven't caught a striped bass uh, this season. By now, um, past years, I probably would have at least had three or four by now. And then the summer slows way, way down, but you'll still catch, you know, you'll still catch a couple in between all the junk fish. And then the fall run is just insane. One day out here, I caught five striped bass in um, maybe a little over an hour. I mean, in the fall, it's called the fall run. When they hit, it is beyond exciting and makes a lot of days where you're just sitting around with a stupid rod in your hands. It makes it worthwhile. Banksy's a hack. <laughs> I don't think Banksy's a hack. He's fascinating, Banksy. I mean, he just does stencil art, let's be honest, with each other. But, I mean, the whole concept is, is fascinating with Banksy. We got, we got a Banksy in our neighborhood. On the Upper West Side, I remember when uh, he first put it up uh, up on this wall on the Upper West Side. I went to check it out because the word got out that Banksy hit overnight, and there had to be two to three hundred people just crowded around this wall, just looking at this Banksy. And um, and then the store quick, quickly put plexiglass over it. And it's so funny because if they can figure out somehow to get that Banksy off the wall and it's on the side of this building, that thing would be worth. I don't know. Where's my art dealers out there? Hundreds of thousands, if not over a million dollars. But uh, the store can't really. You're a hack, oh, Charlie. If I'm a hack, just go. Just move on. Look, I look. I got an audience. People are liking this. What is it about you that you have to come in here and just try to disrupt everything by calling me a hack? I'm I'm far from a hack. You might not like me, and that's okay. That's more than okay. But to say I'm not a hack, and you know that. And, you know, just move on to something you like there, buddy. I'm too old for this shit, to be honest with you. You're not going to shake me. I've had way, way worse done to me, my, my brother. Way, way worse. Um, but this guy, and, and I, I, I've heard over the years, they're trying to figure out how they could maybe cut it out. But it's, it, it's those giant side of the building um, cinder blocks. And he just can't do it. So... You know, it's a destination for people from around the world. When they come to New York, they want to check out this Banksy, and it's under the plexiglass on the side of this building. But I don't think Banksy's uh, i don't think Banksy's a hack. I think he's fascinating. People still don't know who he is, uh, although I, I feel like I got a video of him back in the day when he was doing all that artwork around New York City. And I think it was the driver. God. So one of the art installations, they were driving around this truck, and they had like stuffed animals sticking out the side, you know, and uh, they had pre-recorded noises, obviously, for the stuffed animals. And they would just drive around New York with this thing. And it turned out it was a Banksy. And so it was in our neighborhood. So um, actually, I can't even take credit for it. I, I don't know if I've ever said it, but my wife and her really good friend um, saw the truck go by and they followed it. And it stopped outside a church on the Upper West Side. And they quickly... Uh, start videotaping and the, the back door opens and two or three guys jump out the back. So they're focusing on them. Like, Holy shit. One of these guys has to be Banksy. Right. 
And then there was a guy that opened up the door to let these guys out of the back of the truck. And then he turned and went back to the uh, driver's seat because he was driving the truck. I think that guy was actually the, the, the bank seat. And I think it was one of those things like, look over here. Don't look at me. Look at these guys. You know, these guys are the important ones. When I think it was Banksy that was actually driving the truck and that threw everybody off. But then people say that Banksy's more than one guy, too. So I don't know. But I find him absolutely fascinating what he's been able to accomplish. All right, the F on. Not a fan of the ATVs because of my stupid um, mini bike accident back in the day. But uh, J.R. Carter, enjoy that. Enjoy your day, Ope. Headed out uh, on the ATV for the day. God, I, I've driven ATVs, but they scare the hell out of me because uh, I was in a really, really, really bad mini bike accident when I was uh, 12 or 13. And now, man, all that stuff scares the shit out of me. I think I told you the story. I was on mopeds. Is it in Nantucket or on Nantucket? It's an island, so I'm going to go on Nantucket. It was when me and my wife were dating. We went there, did a little bed and breakfast action, and then uh, we rented <laughs> we rented a moped. She was on the back of the th- – was she on the back of it? I'm trying to remember. Uh, we, rented a, we rented them a couple times. So, But the story goes, I was even scared on a moped. And I'm, you know, I'm trying to be cool, just started dating my now wife. You can't look like a wimp. And I was horrified on a stupid moped. I don't get triggered like that usually, but for some, for whatever reason, I never got over the uh, the mo- uh, the um, mini bike accident from back in the day. You're just smoking pot and drinking coffee today. All right. What do you think about that Olympic uh, sprinter? Look, let's all be honest, man. Pot's not going to make you faster or stronger. So the Olympics in general, the Olympic Committee should just allow marijuana. That's pretty obvious. If you test positive for marijuana in the Olympics, they should let you run and lift and compete all day long because we all know pot does not make you stronger and it doesn't make you faster. But with that said, they made the right decision, unfortunately, with that sprinter. They just can't make the exception. Because it opens up a whole can of worms. Because then they're like, well, we let her through as an exception, and then everyone else will be coming forward with their cases. So I think it's too bad because uh, it didn't. marijuana is not going to affect your – I think it's going to hurt your performance, if anything. So they should just let it, let it be. That's stupid Olympics. They're just so full of themselves, the, the committees. <laughs> this is this is funny. This is just funny. You can't smoke dope, but you can have a penis in women's sports. Jesus, that should be a T-shirt. Oh, that's just funny. Come on, that's funny. But I guess if if you think something like that's funny, then then what? You're against all that all that stuff. I think that's a very, very complicated issue. I really, really do. But as soon as you disagree with um, transgenders, uh, people being in uh, women's sports, let's just say, then you got all this crazy-ass hate in your heart. And I'm here to say that, at the very least, it really, really needs to to be studied and looked into. I think it's a very, very complicated issue. You listen to Frank Zappa. I tried. 
Good question, by the way, Chuck Jones. Frank Zappa was a guy way ahead of his time. Oh, speaking of documentaries, uh, there's a Frank Zappa documentary, but I never got into his music, uh, so I, I didn't uh, push play on that yet. But he's a very fascinating dude. And for that reason alone, I definitely want to check out the Frank Zappa documentary. But, you know, growing up and getting into music, I tried the Frank Zappa. A couple commercial hits I sort of liked, but never, never got into his music. You're so nice now. Good night. Uh, I don't know, man. I think I, I think I was always nice. I absolutely exaggerated my personality on the Open Anthony show. I don't know. I mean... This has been discussed in my, my circle a lot over the years. And I never, for the most part, I never felt bad about anything we did on the Opie and Anthony show because I, I just felt like we were just trying to entertain people. And we were doing it for entertainment purposes. You know, because a lot of that stuff I did on the Opie and Anthony show, I certainly didn't do when the mics were off. And people were like, how, how did you like, how, how did you like sleep at night or whatever? I was trying to think of a better uh, way to, to, to say that. And I was like, I don't know, because when I turned on the mics, I, I really felt like we were, this is really weird. How do I explain this? So we were a very real radio show for sure. Uh, we didn't really have fake voices, but we were also exaggerated to a point because I always thought when the mics were on, it was all for entertainment purposes and pretty much anything goes. I didn't feel like I was hurting, hurting people in general. But I do know now uh, with uh, perspective that I certainly did. But that wasn't my intention. I was like, God, we got a huge audience out there. You know, they're, uh, they're driving back and forth uh, in a lot of cases to jobs they don't like. So we're here to try to entertain them and make them laugh. And uh, make them forget about their damn commute or their shitty jobs or their shitty uh, home lives. So it's kind of complicated because I never really thought that I was purposely hurting anybody. But with that said, I, I, I do understand that uh, people were hurt by what we did. There, uh, yeah, I won't, I won't get into it today. But there are absolutely a couple things that we, uh, we, uh, we did fake. Uh, there were, there were a couple things, a few things we faked over the years because we, one in, one in particular, we had no choice. If we didn't fake it, uh, we were basically told we would be fired. But in general, man, when we did our shit, it was as real as it gets. Well, we weren't perfect, but our batting average is way, way up there. Way over 99%, way over. Well, the bra bombing, of course, was fake. No one would believe that. That was, it's not one of our prouder moments. And most people wouldn't even know about the bra bombing because that happened when we were up there in Boston. The Boston people would know about it. But we, we brought that really, really, this is the funny thing. We brought that very, very hacky bit to a much bigger audience when we were syndicated across the country for comedic purposes and to have people really laugh at us and, 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 and see how douchey we absolutely were in the beginning at times. But we weren't trying to present that bit as a real bit. No one in their right mind would believe that we actually were in uh, hot air balloons uh, bombing a, a TV station because they wouldn't uh, play our real rock TV show. I wonder if we actually pulled it off at the time. I wonder if, it, if, um, if when we did it way back in probably 97-ish, that it actually was entertaining to the people. I wonder. 
I mean, with time, you realize, oh, my God, it's not even close to entertaining anymore unless you want to just point and laugh at us. Uh, oh, my God, they're way over, my friend. Are the days of big radio contracts over, forever over? Uh, I don't know if uh, forever, but radio, which is podcasting as well, it's the same horse shit. I love all these comedians, right? I saw it over the years. When they had to do a radio show, they would look down at the hosts. Like, oh, God, I'm... I'm way more important in the entertainment business than this fucking idiot. But I'll go on his dumb radio show to promote a gig in this town. Fast forward, all these podcasts are doing radio. I would just sit there going, God, you guys have no idea, man. We were just raking in stupid money. And everyone was looking at us like uh, we're barely in, in entertainment. And I'm sitting there like, yep, believe what you want. Fast forward, they're all doing it. But with that said, the, the market is so saturated with everybody doing podcasting that uh, it's really, really hard for anybody to make money. You know, you got Joe Rogan making making damn good money at it. I'm sure Bill Burr makes a lot of money off his podcast. But in general, uh, most of the guys you uh, check out and their podcasts, they're not making a lot of money because there's just too many of them, unfortunately. Oh, God. I... Please, do you subscribe to Ants Live at the Compound out of curiosity? No, that's a one-way street. Uh, Anthony's keeping close tabs on me for whatever fucking reason, and I, I have said it, and uh, ah, God, why do I have to repeat the same shit? Over the years, Ants has been doing that for, he got fired about, what, seven years ago maybe, I think. Um, I've listened to maybe a couple hours total in seven years, and I couldn't tell you the last time I actually listened at all. It's, it has to be years. So no, there's no curiosity there. I guess, it, I, I guess I know he wrote a book, didn't read it. I have no desire, man. All right. I think that's it. Oh shit. 7% on the fucking laptop. Yeah. Let me go. Um, private Facebook group. We have a really, really group of people in there. You just click become a supporter on my regular Facebook page. If you want to join us over there, I think that's it. Buy a shirt. We're always putting out. Oh, doggies barking. That means we got to go. Buy a shirt at opradio.com. And don't forget, I'm doing live streams on my uh, Instagram as well. And those I'm trying to make out and about. So uh, maybe uh, start following me on the Instagram, OP Radio. If not, that's cool. I'll see you right back here, hopefully tomorrow. Have a good day, guys. All right? We'll talk soon. Boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo. <laughs> 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 <laughs>